I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Listeners, I didn't hear you come in. <laughs> Just kidding. Hi, it's Essie. And I pushed the button that made this recording start. So I, I did hear you come in. Well, I didn't hear you come in, but like I know that you couldn't have come in before we started the recording. You get it. You get it. Uh, I'm here today with, you know, some of my favorite people. First, the illustrious, handsome, incredible, uh, powerful Sarah Century. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? I'm doing good. I used to have only one rabbit. Now I have two and they have formed a gang. So they are currently trying to knock over a trash can while I'm on this call. <laughs> your update is you have uh, little bunnies on a mission living in your house. And Well, one little bunny and one large bunny. One extremely oh, sorry, big yes. dog-sized <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. Monica's seen. Monica knows. <laughs> rabbit gang. Rabbit and, gang. And... There's Monica Estrella Negra. Hey, Monica. Hello. Uh, Monica may join the rabbit gang. We'll have to see what happens. <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> then you're really Sarah, screwed. It's beginning. <laughs> it's beginning. Monica Me? just walks through and kicks over <laughs> trash cans. And I'm like, oh, no. 
<laughs> Listeners, if you don't know, Monica and Sarah are neighbors. They oh, right. um, live in an apartment building, which is so sweet. And I'm so jealous. <laughs> and I'm actually paying the rabbits to kick over the trash can. Sarah just doesn't know. <laughs> Why is that the cutest thing I've ever considered? <laughs> yeah. Them taking their carrot payment is my is the cutest thing I've ever considered. Just on the sly, you know. I just sneak up there every now and then put it in like our self-disclosed like hiding spot. And they're just like, all right. And I'm like, sweet, do it. They both get up on their hind legs to take carrots out of my hand no. and it's very cute and then they it's run the away from each heard. other with them because they're greedy so they're like this one's mine <laughs> take off yep late stage capitalism <laughs> <laughs> in effect <laughs> oh my god that's too perfect too perfect in fact uh yes i love that well you know <laughs> that's that's one of our updates. Oh, listeners, today we're here to give you some updates about our lives, apparently, and also the podcast. So one of our updates is Sarah adopted the bunny she was fostering mm-hmm. and gave him a new name, which is Grog. Oh, oh, I love it so much. So now it's Grog and Heather, right? Oh, yeah, my God. I always think of him just hopping around with a little speech bubble over his head that just says Grog. <laughs> That's so perfect. Skipping in so happily, <laughs> and it's like grog. And we, we were trying to make a song of believe it or not, George isn't at home for grog. Um, but so far it's just like believe it or not, grog is in a house. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Any, anyway, anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, our other big update, which we just I was sitting. I don't know where I was sitting. I was going to say in the shower, which sounds strange, but my bathroom does have a, 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 tool, a stool, or not a stool, it's like a ledge, whatever. In the, a bench. Bench. Bench is the word. In the shower. And uh, I was sitting there and I was like, wow, it's so great that Monica is a host of Bitches on Comics now. And then I was like, oh my God, we never told anyone. We just we started making Monica do work. That. Yeah. We were just like, hey, like, so welcome, Monica's Monica. Here. Disturbing me in my basement lair, right? (laughs) I was just sitting here, hiding from everything, trying to look up how I can train pigeons to send my messages out. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, hey, we're just going to add you to all this stuff. (laughs) You're on every Trello card. What are you doing Monday morning? You want to come to this interview? Hey, Monica, what are you you doing on Tuesday? You want to come to this? Hey, Monica, what are you? You're like, okay, I'll be there. I guess I guess I'll be there. I guess I'll be there. Man. Um, But for real, it's like it's so exciting. You know, Mon, we've had you on the the podcast for a million years approximately, which is how long the podcast has been running, of course. Mm -hmm. And you've been on so many different episodes of this. We've talked about horror. We've talked about the stuff you've created. We've talked about Dr. Afra. We've talked about, I mean, I can't even remember everything because we've gone so in-depth. Oh, Deadpool, of course. My Deadpool Deadpool fan. Harley Quinn. Basically, we just can't stop having a great time. So we were... We reached this point. We were like, we are ready. Like, we are ready for another host. Monica is like our our person. Like, let's see if she's into it. But I'd love to know for you, Monica, why why did you say yes? And what are you looking forward to doing here at Bitches on Comics? Well, I mean, clearly, I like both of you, like, so much. And I feel like whenever we talk about certain things, it's it's just so natural, you know? I feel like we have, like, a hive mind of sorts. So 
Yeah. Um, I think what I'm mostly excited for is just to talk more about the things that we love, especially ranting about certain horror masters whose names start with M and F. <laughs> and N with Anagan. And Anagan, yes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> is this like becoming an unhealthy obsession? I feel, I feel like I just sit and I just like stew over that man. Um, but it's anyway. just going to get worse. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a Poe adaptation. We're both completely screwed. We're going to yeah. watch it every episode. And we're going to lose it. <laughs> I know. I know. It'll be fun though. I know. I'm looking forward to that. I think I'm really excited to just bring like my perspective and analysis as a black queer woman to this hemisphere, because especially I feel like this is a very safe space to do so. And I'm honored that y'all have brought me on. We're honored. I mean, you've always brought such a unique perspective to anything we're talking about. And even in the the few interviews we've gotten to do with you as, um, you know, officially in your host capacity, <laughs> it's been amazing. The questions you've asked have really to me, just sparked so much intrigue and made me think of things differently. So, I mean, I'm fucking ecstatic. And we are lucky. We already had you as an editor for Decoded Pride. And so mm -hmm. now it's like, we're taking Monica with us everywhere. And Monica's like, I'm also bringing you with me. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm officially in the cult, y'all. So you know what this means. We have to get matching tattoos. Done. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's like, if I have to. <laughs> All it's right. Be rabbit gang. It's just like a rabbit kid. gang. <laughs> oh my God. Cob squad. It would have to be Cob squad, right? From the it Harley Quinn show. have to be Cob squad. <laughs> I'm dead. Let's I'm do it. I'm the only one dead. that has it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Tomorrow. <laughs> Cob squad. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. That's too good. Um, Yeah, that's absolutely perfect. I love it. You know, we also have another update, which is not an update because it started like four months ago, which is that Bitches on Comics has moved to a bi-monthly format. And so uh, it's actually every other week, but that's harder to say than bi-monthly. So you, you just know, you know, like if there are five, we might have three, five, five Wednesdays in the month, we might have three episodes, but typically two a month. And we also moved to doing an interview-based format. And, you know, for me, part of that reason was we felt like we had this unique opportunity to talk to people who were, who are marginalized across many different axes. But, you know, it's kind of cool that if a cishet white dude wants to be on the pod, we're like, no, <laughs> sorry, go to any other podcast. Or if we really love them, we're like, yes, let's make it a B-side. Because we really do save our main feed for, you know, conversations that are relevant to LGBTQ plus folks and women. And now we get to do that in an even more intense degree with comic creators, with pop culture creators, with critics, where we can just talk to women and LGBTQ plus folks and people who are both, which is always delightful, of course, about what their unique experiences are. And I've learned a ton from that. But I'd love to hear from you, Sarah, Monica, like, what do you, what do you think the interview format gives us? Um, and then if there's anything else you wanted to share about the bi-monthly format, other than like, it makes it doable. <laughs> Right. That um, was the big thing was, oh, I can actually do it. Because <laughs> we were getting really overwhelmed. We have a lot of projects. So mm -hmm. it was hard to keep it going week after week. I miss talking about comics in that way, though. Like, I do miss those episodes. I think that they were really fun. 
we might go back to it someday. Who knows? But for right yeah. now, we're focusing on creators because I think that, you know, these are all conversations that we're not having otherwise. This is all stuff where, I mean, looking at it, I used to do a lot of volunteer work at Queer Archives. And there's so many people where it's like, this person did this one thing and we have no idea what their life was like otherwise. So I just love to be making this kind of archive of interviews where you can, in like 20 years, 30 years, 100 years, people will be able to listen and go, oh, that's what queer creators of comics cared about back then. Mm -hmm. It also gives context um, into what our scene is doing, right? Like, even if a person does like one thing, um, I feel like it's very significant because that creation, like, clearly stemmed from like their life experience. So I think it's very important to document that because that can further inspire other creatives who are just like trying to find like that baseline of like how to create what they are feeling inside. So I think that that's super important. Yeah. Well, and I think you hit the nail on the head there, I mean, both of you for different reasons, but I was replying too late to someone's questions for a dissertation. <laughs> such a butthead. I was like, I tried to get this done sooner. And they're like, oh, I already published it. Whoopsie. But one of the questions was like, do you think you've made an impact around comics and, and the representation of people of marginalized genders? And I think it's exactly that you just said, Monica, which is like, I do think we've had an impact. And, and for me, it's because I've had a handful of people come up to me virtually because it's a pandemic, and say, hey, like, your podcast is why I started writing comics. Hey, your podcast is why I started writing criticism. And that was, like, so unexpected. That wasn't really what we set out to do. We were hoping people would become more readers. But that's the best possible dream for me is, like, oh, my gosh, to move from a reader who's engaged to a creator? Like, what? That's so beautiful. And, and, I, and for me, I, I think creator and critic are both hugely valuable things we need in our industries and we need feminists and we need queer people and we need trans people in those roles. So I think that's a neat thing about the interviews is we get into creative process in a very different way, which is encouraging to me as a creative, but I also hope is going to spur on even more people to have the courage to, to jump out there and make a comic, write a short story, make a film. Um, write an essay about something that you think everyone else is getting wrong or, you know, whatever it is. I think it's, it's just very exciting. I too am excited. I just love the idea of like, you know, 30 years from now when like we all have chips implanted in our brains and we can access <laughs> all types of cool things. Like some young queer kid is going to find like all the podcasts about queer comic writers and they download it and then they're like, holy shit, like I am not the only one that have wanted to do this. Like these artifacts back in the day, they actually did this. That's what I just thought. <laughs> this is good though. I love that. <laughs> That's such a sci-fi feeling. I love I it. Know. I was like, how do I know this was gonna get dystopian five seconds in? As you're like, living when I'm in falling their... through space, I think. <laughs> living in our steel citadels because there's constant tornadoes outside from climate change, and this young kid just finds bitches on comics and changes their lives. And then they start a revolution. <laughs> And that hey, kid was wildest John dreams. Connor. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, totally. And John Connor's birthday is today, I think. Oh, dang. Weird. Is it? I think so. A Pisces. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I think I see bright things on the horizon for us. I know that we're all out here hustling. 
connecting with creatives and critics that we haven't had a chance to yet, or maybe that we want to have back on the pod. We have a really awesome slate of interviews for this year, 2022, and I think it's going to be amazing moving forward. Like Sarah said, there's some coverage we we miss doing. We're still figuring out what that could look like. Do we want to have a bonus episode once a month or every other month or whatever we decide? But I have to say, for me, I'm reveling in the attainability of the podcast now. Mm-hmm. It's so doable. I don't I don't resent it or feel like I'm drowning, which were things I was starting to feel before we moved to the bi-monthly format. And it's just exciting to to continue to evolve together with people I have just so much respect for, including, of course, our amazing sound editor, the incredible Kate Warner. Kate has Kate. stuck with us through highs and lows. Oh, my gosh. Pandemic turmoil, moving houses, you know, <laughs> everything. And it's been a gift. And, you know, we're so, so grateful to have Monica here with us. We've slowly but surely crept more duties onto her plate. <laughs> We're like, oh, you want to do this? Oh, you want to do this? And now you're here as like a full host and I'm so happy. Yay. So I think beautiful things are ahead. I'm really proud of all of us. Good job, us. Good job, us. Good job, the listener. Good job, <laughs> listeners. Good job, patrons. You all are keeping us going strong, rocking the world. We're lucky to have you. And yeah, if you have questions for us, we're still recording the answers. We're just slowly but surely getting them up on our Patreon. If you have feedback for us, anything that's keeping you up at night that you want to talk about, we're always here. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bitchesoncomics. Same handle over on Instagram. We'd love a follow, a like, a retweet, any kind of support you can give us. If you're not a patron, if you are a patron, let me start there and say, oh my gosh, wow, wow. Past, present, or future, we are grateful to have you. You have helped us get to this point. If you got a couple bones rattling around in your pocket and you're like, what am I going to do with this money? Guess what? I have just the idea. You can join us over at patreon.com slash bitches on comics. You got to type it all out. You can't go to the Patreon website and look us up because we say words like fuck, damn, shit nugget, cock <laughs> <laughs> Jizz, jizz nozzle. Jizz nozzle! <laughs> Conundrum. Conundrum. That's the one that really gets us the X cockamamie. Cockamamie. Oh my god, cockamamie. Well, <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Holy shit. Am and if I- you don't have any cockamamie bones rattling around in your pocket, <laughs> feel free to go visit us on whatever you're listening to this podcast on and give us five stars. You can do it on all kinds of different platforms, some that we shake our fists at but need to be on for listenership, and some that we don't hate. So go over there, wherever you're listening on, no shade, no tea, no, no problem here, folks. But go ahead and give us five stars, give us a little review. These bitches are so funny. That'll do whatever it is that feels right to you. We would love Love to have your support. Have a great day, everybody. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.